let's let's do our episode. All right. Hello, and welcome to Stasis Pod, the Beast Wars podcast. I'm Rob. I'm Jen. I'm Alex. And I'm David. And tonight we are listening to Other Voices, Part One. Ooh. That's right. Our long, strange journey through Season One of Beast Wars is coming to an end. Oh man, it's been fun though. Uh, Beast Wars is over. Let's pack up their bags. Yeah, it might, it might be canceled. We don't know. Yeah, I mean, it may not get a second season. I'm really looking forward to hearing voices that aren't Gary Chalk, David K, Blue Man, Kuma, or Scott McNeil. Well, uh, it's all be Scott McNeil. Gonna be rough. Well, good news, you're getting a new character in a couple of weeks. Bad news, one of them is Scott. <laughs> yeah. We talked during the last episode before the storm about how that really felt like it should have been Other Voices Part 1 and then been a, a three-part episode. I noticed at the beginning of this episode we got a previously montage that was yes. just scenes from Before the Storm. Yep. Oh, yes, we did. Last time so. on Beast Wars. Disc theft. Giant heads. <laughs> Mutinous sentiment. Transwarp core theft. Tragatron has blue eyes. Aliens. And that's just prime. Uh, And Waspy nearly got blown up in there. Aw, poor Waspy. This series does great last time and next time montages. It really does. It kind of overdoes the next time ones, which we'll get to. Because it kind of gives away everything. Yeah, well, anyway... This time on Beast Wars, we're opening right up with crazy alien stuff, because alien stuff is happening. Yes. The, the crazy doomsday music is playing, there's a weird energy thing that has come out of space and landing on maybe Earth. It can't Place. be Earth. It has two moons. Yeah. Yep. Definitely two moons, definitely not Earth. Yeah. Not Earth at all. Those are alien non-Earth monkeys. And some non-Earth cheetahs. There's two moons. It can't be Earth. Non-Earth fossil dinosaurs. (laughs) And two moons. So anyway, the Maximals detect this thing. Uh, Primal notes that it is a... They're getting... It's a visit from the landlords, which they are definitely going to lose that security deposit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's... They haven't done anything that bad. It's Well, it's kind of not their fault. It's their friends, the Predacons, coming over, wrecking the place. Listen, if you're yeah. going to invite those people over, it's just the same. They're not even I paying mean, rent. I guess they crashed that island. Crashed that island. Oh, they, yeah. They blew up that floating mountain. Yeah. Uh, they've blown up uh, several dozen land bridges. Yeah, and but that's still just... Energon. I mean, on on the scale of things that, I mean, admittedly, the scale of things is highly in question throughout this series, as as we've mentioned, the conveniently located Arctic. But, but yeah, I mean, it doesn't seem, I mean, they've been there, they've been squatting, but it's not like they've done anything half as bad as any large corporation currently operating in the U.S., on any sort of industrial scale. And they've just yeah, been... They crashed a couple ships. Maybe they littered a little bit. They did blow up a floating mountain and they crashed the island. But other than that... Yeah, well, corporations... They've been leaving gray apple cores everywhere. <laughs> oh, corporations yeah. don't usually blow up floating mountain resorts. Maybe not resorts. They may or may not have been having uh, relations with the uh, local wildlife, <laughs> Tigatron... <laughs> That's a good point. Not a lot of corporations doing that. We Not hope. Not that we know of. Anyway, Primal's got to go out and check this out, but uh, unfortunately for them, uh, Rat Trap and Air Razor are the closest. Yeah. So they're going to have to check it out first. Well, they're still having a truce, maybe? Yeah, it's a real yep. truce question mark. <laughs> yes. 
the truce in which punching is perfectly fine. Punching and various forms of slapstick violence, as we are soon to see. Yes, as you may remember from the previous episode. Yeah, it, it's the best kind of truce. <laughs> yes. Pretty great truce. Meanwhile, Tarantulas is doing stuff with that uh, transwarp cell that he stole last time. And, uh, you know, Black Arachnia drops into his pad again, but uh, he is in no mood for this evil booty call. <laughs> yeah, he's just really, like, not... Whatever is happening is so important that he is just completely ignoring whatever signals he's getting from whatever male genitalia spiders have. I believe those be his pedipalps. Yeah, he's just the, not interested. Wait, the, the wait, no, the pedipalps are like their little flipper hands. I think those have something to do with it. I mean, those are his actual hands. Yeah, but but the, the pedipalps are on the, fr- the front. Maybe I'm thinking. Oh, where are the sex organs on the? I think they're in the you know the butt region. Yes? We're going to need to bring on, like, a, a guest zoologist at some point. <laughs> yeah, First question, where is everybody's junk? <laughs> <laughs> yes. You don't know where the bug junk is. I mean, the Maximals, we're, all, we're pretty sure what what's going on there. Yeah, I mean, most of them are mammals, so. Insects, once you get into insects, things get weird. I mean, yeah. Inferno may not have anything. He is presumably sterile. Yeah. yeah. This is so... True. so yeah, Tarantulas is just whatever's going on. It's a real on, it's... woman the game is on moment. Yes. And, and while Tarantulas and, and Black Arachne are watching the Autobots deploying to go find this thing, who watches the Watchers? Megatron does, because he's watching the spiders. He's just uh, bugging everybody. Yep. Yeah, he's got whatever his scheme is, he's yeah. full on. He's doing his whole chess master thing, moving his pieces around. Oh, yeah, it's great. He totally just watches Black Rackney proposing breaking into the Axelon to steal a stasis pod. Also, I would totally not want to ever be squeezed into a stasis pod with tarantulas. I I can't see any situation in which that would not end poorly. Yeah. At least tarantulas. There's that. Admittedly, Black Rackney is a Black Widow spider. And she, she can take care of herself, but that's still way closer to tarantulas than anybody should ever be. Yes. I wouldn't even get in the back of a Volkswagen with tarantulas. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't get in the back of a truck with tarantulas. <laughs> I wouldn't ride on the back of a motorcycle with tarantulas, especially if the motorcycle was tarantulas. But he's oh, a creeper. Important thing to note here is... Well, he's literally a creeper. Yeah. Yes. He, he yeah. creeps. <laughs> that's, that's his primary mode of locomotion. Yes, yes anyway. he gets around by sexual assault. <laughs> anyway, uh, Waspmater has recovered from being exploded in the last episode, and he's uh, he's ready to, you know, get some revenge on Tarantulas, but uh, Megatron wants him to go out to that weird alien thing instead. Yeah. So sad. So cute. It's like, oh, I not- feel so sorry for him. Not fair, Waspinator always gets slag assignments. And then Megatron just yells at him some more. The currency's fire only applies to Maximals. Oh, oh, and then Waspinator just just shivers and gulps in the most adorable way. He's getting increasingly muppety as the season goes along. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, true. And he started off as kind of, you know, vaguely menacing bug man. (laughs) And he is sliding down the adorability slope. (laughs) Yes getting so cute. By the end of it, he's just going to be Beaker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Only an intelligible talking Beaker, but yeah. yeah. Well, semi-intelligible. <laughs> the intelligibleness is going to be kind of irrelevant to how horrible he's treated. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yes. Meanwhile, and Megatron would still do exactly the same. <laughs> yeah. Uh. So meanwhile, Rattrap and Airazor are en route. He gets to ride on top this time. Yeah, and, and he's talking about he's the first to get vaped. Wait, uh-huh. did, did Rattrap invent vaping? Maybe. You know, that, that laser cutter he has in his uh, forearm later in the episode kind of looks like an e-cigarette. Oh, God. Yeah. I, I did find that, that terminology jarring. What yeah. would that actually having a completely <clears throat> different meaning? Yeah. Re- recent future has, has changed it from, oh, we're going to get blown up to, oh, we're going to get in smoke crap. The, vodka, <laughs> the aliens have come to gentrify the planet. 
Oh no. <laughs> no. They've got beards. They're probably in a band. And they're just <laughs> vaping nonstop. I beard. Oh god. Why did we have to land in Brooklyn? <laughs> Prehistoric Brooklyn. That's yeah. impossible. Brooklyn doesn't have two moons. <laughs> <laughs> point i guess it can't be prehistoric brooklyn <laughs> so anyway they've the alien site this time it's it's kind of round it's got some weird patterns on it it kind of looks like one of your hippie ants potholders it looks really oh, really yeah. fancy very fancy uh artwork there it could i think be... you got that done as a henna tattoo once <laughs> it could almost be like a a, a stylized map <laughs> in a weird way Maybe. Like a star map, it kind of looks like. Is there's a blue points in, in seas of weird nebulous brown shape. And weird little nubby things on it. Yeah, the nubby, the nubby things. Yeah. I'm but sure it'll solve a puzzle in Riven somehow. Yes. But importantly, it has a stable energon crystal, which is glowing, so obviously Airazor figures she should probably touch it. <laughs> yeah, that's a good idea. If it's glowing and you're on Beast Wars, don't touch it. <laughs> no. Even if it's I stable. It's... I didn't think she actually touched it. I thought she was just standing too close She's to it. She's reaching out to well, it. Well, she transforms oh, okay. to robot mode, then it gets angry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> so, yeah, it horribly zaps her, av- flings Rat Trap away, and then the whole <clears throat> thing gets engulfed in a weird green dome thing. Yeah, it forms... Oh, it's uh, a mushroom. What is it? Uh, Rat Trap calls it a bungalow. A nutty alien bungalow, but hilariously, the wiki has the script name for it, which is the Biodome. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that makes it a reason. Oh, God, Polly Shore is going to be there soon. Uh, oh, Polly Shore and the worst Baldwin brother. Oh, there's a really good bit of animation that, that's so simple you would overlook it. When, when Rat Trap gets hit by the wave and knocked out of zone of the bungalow... He lands in a sand dune and leaves an impression and slides down. Oh, yeah. That's a really neat... It doesn't quite look like sand actually would, but it's as close as they could do at the time. And it's such a simple thing that that he actually indents the sand and rolls down. It's It's remarkably impressive. I know. It's great. And it's it's like this, this like, two-second shot. Yeah. And I I also like the the sort of green texture on the the biodome. It looks neat. Yeah, because it's a layered texture. It's sort of like jagged, rocky shapes stuck together. But, but also kind of organic looking. Yeah, and there, there's gaps in between the, the rocky shapes. You can see, like, strobing greenish energy behind it. Hmm. The layered texture is nice. So anyway, Airazor wake, wakes up, badly hungover. We've all been there, Airazor. Yeah. Yeah, we have. Oh, and it is, it's some effect of waking up from a hangover acting. Yeah, it's, it's pretty good. Uh, and at this point, well, it has nothing to do with the episode, but I had a cat on a shelf that was nudging my the Transmetal Air Razor toy toward the edge of a cabinet. It's like, no, cat! Air Razor's not <laughs> enough today. <laughs> you can't kill her until halfway through next season. Spoilers. Yeah, gotta wait. <laughs> anyway, she says, I mean you no harm, and then gets horribly tortured. Yeah. She tries. Oh, yeah. All of the all of these alien scan equipment is horribly painful. They don't seem and they don't anyway. seem to care if you mean them harm or not, jerks. Yeah, and also I, apparently they're, they're Klingons because I'm pretty sure that's oh, what they're yeah. speaking. In. Yeah, I t- that, that I have the same uh-huh. notes. Like, wait, they're Klingons because it really, really sounds like Klingon speaker. Kaplak, no, dadach. It's a guy yelling at you with a mouthful of food. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, worms in there, spitting everywhere. Oh, but we do hear a word of, well, I mean, not English exactly, but Cybertron. Yeah. <gasps> oh, wait, no, actually, they say Cybertron a little bit later after the, another Scott McNeil fight. Oh, yes, of course, the Scott McNeil oh, fight, yeah. which is, I I laughed at this when it aired, and I laughed today when I uh, watched this. This is hilarious. Yeah, because it's a different Scott McNeil fight. It's Rat, Rat Trap versus Waspinator, which 
Yes. Finnesh Nuggies! It's pretty great. Robo so it, yeah, it starts out with Waspinator just coming in from behind Rat Trap and just knocking him to the ground. And I was just like, yay, Waspinator won something. <laughs> and, and then. He, Don't get used to it. Like, Waspinator secures area. Yep. But then Rat Trap kicks him in the crotch. Yeah, well, well, he kicks a bunch of dirt in his er, Wait, does he, he kicks a bunch of dirt in his face? Yeah. Then he bowls him over in rat mode. Then, uh, contrary to Wasmanger's belief, he did not secure the area because Rat Trap kicks him right in his area. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Waspinator has nards. <laughs> I wonder if there's a if there's a wiki section for like robots getting kicked in their nards when that shouldn't work. Or punch well, there. I mean, yeah. I again, I hate to bring up Revenge of the Fallen again, but uh, <laughs> devastating. Yeah. There you go. Anyway, Waspinator then gets Robo Nuggied. <laughs> yes. Yep. Which uh, Rat Trap gleefully yells out before nuggying him. <laughs> yep. He nuggies which they're both made of metal, cause a bunch of sparks. Yeah, he's nuggying so hard and fast, there's sparks everywhere. I mean, they're both he, made out of metal. You try nuggying a, ro a metal skull with metal hands, you're going to get sparks, I guess. I guess. Maybe yeah. you can you can only be so hostile and aggressive towards Waspinator. Yeah. I mean, you, you try I, to I, fight I, him, and you're just going to end conclusion either. And then he kicks him in the butt. Sure enough, I'm going to go away now. Yeah. Yeah. And he kicks he him in the butt, and Waspinator runs away. He kicks him in the butt so hard, he spins over like four times. Poor Waspinator. Yeah, and then he leaves. Doesn't he say, like, the area is secure area enough? Secure enough. Yes. <laughs> well, because he's dizzy, he has a concussion at that point. <laughs> Poor um, guy. And then Primal gets there and tells Ratchet that he can't take him anywhere, which is great. Yeah, and, and then we hear, we cut to inside, and then the, the, the Klingons say Cybertron at that point. Yes. It's really, it does sound like Klingon, it's weird. Yeah, so, you know, Ratchet takes out this e-cigarette, tries to vape his way into the, uh, into the bungalow, but uh, no dice. Nope. And uh, then here comes a Megatron. And he's here with Pterosaur and Scorponok, because uh, they better get some screen time while they still can. Spoilers. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. And Megatron knows that, you know, you're never going to get into the biodome with a laser. <laughs> and he, so he has, because the aliens can create energy on itself, so they need something biological. So Scorponok fires a toxic sting. He, he seems to be shooting off his entire stinger, too. Yeah. Like, yes. Shooting it. Wow. That, I don't know. That seems wasteful. That's why he dies. He's like a bee. <laughs> oh. I guess so. Took all of his organs with it. Is that, too? He, he couldn't grow it back. Portugal. Yeah, Prime and Rattrap go inside. They do not find Kylie Minogue, but they do find Air Razor. Uh, she, she's in Biodome. I oh. don't want to remember that movie. I might have seen it. I don't think I've I ever seen it. I 90s movie career, Biodome and Street Fighter. <laughs> Much better in Street Fighter. Yeah. I could try and imply that something, dot, 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 is Inferno's job. Yes. Mm. Ooh. But yeah, so uh, Primal and Rattrap get in there. They find Air Razor collapsed as a bird. Primal tells Rattrap to drag her out. When she's like three times his size, it's like, why can't the monkey do the dragging? Well, he's got to stick well, around. Rat Trap is the I one mean, who makes first contact with the aliens. Okay, you well, got he, a point. He's already made first contact. Remember, they scanned him back in Chain of Command. Oh, yeah, and, and yeah, they, the aliens even mentioned that later on. I mean, I guess yeah. he figures that as their leader, he should be the one who has to face up to them. It, mm. it doesn't seem... I mean, that, that could be one of those, you know, as your leader, like Zap Brannigan, I get to do some of the awesome stuff things. No, I, I mean that as the leader, he feels that it it's his responsibility to deal with whatever's going to happen. Plus, Primal has been through this before, so he probably knows that this is going to super hurt, and he would never hear the end of it if Ratrap had to do it. And he's right, because yeah. it does super hurt when the naughty... Tentacles grab him and lift him in like the a, air. And then there's like a scanning grid that goes through him, and his, he's got energy shooting out of his eyes and mouth, and it looks really horrible. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, I feel sorry for him. Yeah, it looks like he's being forced to watch Green Lantern, the movie. Excellent Gary Chalk <laughs> screaming. Yes. 
lots of lots of good unhappy characters in this episode. Mm. Everyone suffers. <laughs> Yay! Yeah, that does narrow describe. Yeah, uh, Rat Trap gets Eraser out. He uh, quotes the Charge of the Light Brigade. Huh? Uh, what is it? Uh, Ours is not to do and die. No, that that that. And then he completely fails at quoting the second half. Yeah, he yes. he has a better quote, but you, you forgot. You forgot. Yes, ours is not to reason why, but to blow this joint before we die. You skipped over <laughs> the spiders. Ah, uh, that's right. There's spiders going on. Well, yeah, we do have poor poor uh, primal getting tentacle. Yep. Yep. Things happening <laughs> to him. Yep. And then we get spiders. Yes, they've, yep. they're at the maximal base. Black Arachne has a gizmo that makes a little opening in the shield. They go in. Inferno tries to follow, but cannot because this gizmo blows out before he can get through there. So he just uh, starts digging because he's an ant. Because yeah, he's yeah. an ant. I love that. He's just, he's just going to dig a hole because he's an ant. I love that that works. Also, I... I, I observe here that uh, that Inferno was much, much better at, you know, rooting out possible traitors than Scorponok was. <laughs> yeah. Yes. He has yeah, muscle the Inferno, there's nothing you'd ask Inf- there's nothing you'd ask Scorponok to do that Inferno couldn't do better. Except for IT. And I even sp- then, maybe. <laughs> Inferno would just set fire to the computer. Well, that's true. Can you reset my password? Burn! <laughs> I will burn the password. As you've requested, uh, my queen, I have burned that CD you requested. <laughs> Here it is. <laughs> it's a lot like that. Uh, and then, then we cut back to, to Mega Primal screaming, and Megatron thinks it sounds like a lullaby. Yes. You have that lull me to sleep each night. His <laughs> oh, cries yeah. and screams are music to his ears. Yes, apparently. Then we get the good rat trap quote. That's a charge of the light brigade? Yeah, no, that's uh, out, out. There's not to reason why, there's but to do and die. Oh, I, I kind of thought that was Shakespeare. I guess I'm not that educated. What about ah, rat trap's version's better anyway. Yeah, <laughs> it is. is. Yeah. So he, he gets out of there, and, uh, oh, yeah, everybody's got a gun on him because uh, that truce is over. Yeah, he escapes just in time to get held hostage by the Predacons. Yes. Yep. Because that hole seals right up. Yeah. He brings up the truce. Mm-hmm. Not so much. Meanwhile, within the Biodome, uh, Primal Scan is over, and the aliens uh, decide they need to have a chat. But they have no form that he could comprehend. Uh, spoilers, they don't. <laughs> <laughs> it is comprehensible. They have very low opinions of Primal's comprehension. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It seemed interesting to say at the time. Yes. So yeah. they take a form that of a figure of authority from his databanks, the head of Unicron. And it, it oh, no, it's Unicron! <laughs> I don't know if that's... I mean, it's... That's like saying, oh, we're going to take a, a figure of... A, we're going to represent ourselves as a figure of authority and then appearing as Satan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Friggin' Space Devil. <laughs> yeah. And this is like the double Space Devil, because Unicron's already from space. It's true. It's true. It It's almost... Like, could they have just given him, like, a Hitler mustache to make it even worse? <laughs> oh, he's Unicron. He's already got the uh, the beard. It's true. true. Yeah. Look, I've never seen the Hitler mustache combined with a goatee. That would look weird. Uh, oh. Yeah, that would look super dorky. It would just look like your soul patch uh, was too high. It'd be hipster Hitler, and that's horrible. Hipstler. <laughs> he's, go- he's going to annex uh, Bensonhurst. Uh, anywho, Unicron. Anywho, anywho this, this, I really like, this scene looks great, where he's just being suspended by these tentacles, and this giant yellow head is looming over him. Oh, yeah, it's and amazing. They should that, totally use this for the opening sequence in later seasons. Absolutely. I think they that do. Blue Man Kuma doing the alien voice? Oh, yeah, it's totally Blue Man so. doing the alien voice. Yeah. He's just trying to sort of flatten out the accent a little so he doesn't just sound like uh, Tigatron. He, he fails. Does. It sounds like Tigatron. Uh, yeah. yeah. I do like that they gave Unicron's head a lot of, like, 
detailing to it to give it a proper sense of scale. Mm-hmm. He didn't just have like a smooth face or helmet. Had a lot that of detail. Helpful, yeah, although it has the same kind of thing that Black Rockney has going on of just okay. All this part doesn't move, and then the lips just move completely on their own. Yeah. Nothing else yeah. moves. Which, yeah. it kind of yeah. works for Unicron because he's a big immobile thing with these really expressive lips. Mm-hmm. Which is just creepy. Anyway, they're really mad that the, uh, that the, the, the Transformers have contaminated their experiment. And so they're going to have to sterilize it. And he says, you know, he's, he's like, oh no, don't, don't do that. And he's like, there is more danger than you know. Yeah. And that um, seems like another one of those, like, being unnecessarily melodramatic things, like saying we have no form you can comprehend. It's yeah, like, this does yeah. not get followed up on. Yeah, there's no implication of what danger there would be if they don't destroy everything and, and basically destroy the planet. There's no implication as to what the, you know, whether there's something that is going to have to be dealt with by them after. No. No, it's just, that's just a thing that they felt like saying to be dramatic. Yeah. Yeah. What what I'm saying is the Valk are drama queens. Yes. They're total dicks. What would happen if they had successfully destroyed the planet? I mean, spoilers. the planet would have been destroyed. Uh, they would have to have Slarty Bartfast bring in their spare planet. Yeah, because I mean, it would have had be... the Autobots on it, and oh my goodness. And this does bring into some question as to, uh, I mean, how factual the proposed origins for the, these aliens are. As at least a couple of them have them originating on the planet that this would later be. Yeah, about, I don't, eh, I don't know. Maybe they're that. also just really dumb. Maybe. Yeah. Weird space aliens. Maybe they also just like to censor their histories for some reason. Like the Maximals apparently do. <laughs> yeah. It's not a good and idea. Also, the, Never these aliens also say something about how that which does not become part of the one shall become void, which kind of makes you think they're absorbing things into themselves or into yeah. their civilization. Or, yeah, maybe they're a hive mind or something, and, well, the, the Void is kind of Unicron. I mean, that's I mean a that very... is a modified or... version of his uh, old uh, Transformers Universe profile quote. Yeah. That is a very uh, thingamajiggy. That is a very Borg thing to say, which does kind of make you think again about, we were talking about the X-Files influence and, and whether that was some Star Trek influence seeping in there. Yeah, I mean, there, there's definitely a bit of next generation in here. Yeah. Also, possibly some ideas that were not later followed through on. Yeah. Ah, yes. Yeah. Oh, like those, uh, like, like those uh, bugs that are inside people that were supposed to be a big thing. Yeah. What? There, there's a first season episode oh, of Next Generation right. with, uh, yeah, a bunch of real, gross bugs of inside people. Yeah, one of the really <laughs> good episodes. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm still totally terrified of Trapper Keepers, thanks to them. <laughs> <laughs> they are hilarious stop motion. They they look like creepy crawlers. <laughs> anyway, the the entire domes is this where the entire dome starts to flash? Yes, and also the the anyway this the aliens end this conversation by uh, with Primal by initiating a termination sequence, which is never good. No, no. yeah, oh, and uh, sorry if you have a blopsy. Oh yes, massive. It was even giving me a headache. Like, the entire dome just starts flashing white at a really annoying rate, and it's like, oh, massive siege warning. My eyes hurt. Ugh. Uh, the, this does distract uh, the Predacons enough for Rattrap and Airazor to uh, beat them off, and <laughs> also allows uh, Primal to bust out of his restraint tentacle and fly out of the dome, which, how does that work? Yeah, he just sort of flies through the wall. I guess it's easy to yeah. get out. I... Maybe it's losing its physical characteristics. Maybe. Maybe it's losing its Maybe. mass. Yeah. Oh, and one thing. Uh, doesn't Rat Trap use Scorpnox missiles to shoot Megatron? Yes. Oh, yeah, that totally happens. <laughs> it works. You're not good at anything, Scorpnox. No. Poor Scorpnox. <laughs> He'll be gone soon enough. And after they so. 
escaped. The the moon, which had been all Death Star-like and shooting a beam down slowly <sighs> to scan it, starts to transform. That's no moon. It's Moonicron. Nope. It starts opening up like an orange. Yeah. Got all these starts segments. Doing crazy things. That's uh, no moon. It's a planet. planet killer. Turns into uh, donut, one of those little Christmas orange thingies. Yes. That is a really neat sequence where the surface of this moon gets burned away to reveal it's a crazy robot moon. Yeah. It's it's very impressive. Some I I feel like both with the writing and the animation really brought their A game to the table with this entire two parter. Oh, oh yes. yeah, that's awesome. Three parter if you want to count yeah. before the yeah. Anyway, yeah, this causes an energy surge, and all of the stasis pods fall out of orbit. Yay. Yeah, they just oh, they're no. they're in their tidy little arc, and then they just sort of and start. Falling toward the planet. Oops. Uh, space yep. thesis pods come There's fresh. another hand oh. to be played. Uh-huh. Rhinox yes. sees that all this crazy crap is happening, but unfortunately, due to this, does not see that the base has been invaded by Black Rachnia and Tarantulas. It's an infestation of spiders. He gets shot with uh, Cyber Venom. Dinobot rushes in in time to get his only line of the episode, hmm. yelling about the invaders. And then yeah, Wait, Namor's here? What? He gets shot by dual leg guns. Both of them have their their spider leg machine gun thing going. Yes, I love that. And uh, Black Ranger wonders what you know what is going on. To which Tarantulas replies, "It's the beginning of the end." Dun dun dun. Next time on Beast Wars, everything is going insane. Lots of spoilers yes. in the preview. Everything is on fire. The planet is on fire. Tarantulas is on fire. It's the apocalypse. Megatron Arachnia is in virtual reality. Optimus wants to take prisoners alive. Optimus explodes. Megatron likes the aliens. (laughs) (laughs) All pretty great. Disco moon. Also, when when I was a kid watching this for the first time, I thought that I could see other stasis pods coming off the planet next to Primals, and I thought that they were just evacuating the planet, and then the next season was going to be on, like, a different planet. Huh. Ooh, no. I, I was I was kind of a dumb kid. <laughs> because that is that is not what happens. No. Yeah. That is not what happens at all. Yeah, you were dumb. <laughs> That's the episode. That is the episode, and it is, it is excellent. Yes. It moves I mean, this whole, fast. you know, this whole season has been enjoyable, but it's really reaching, you know, a, cr- a crescendo with this two-parter. Oh, yes. It's getting pretty exciting. You know, it's really becoming the best of, you know, what what it is. You know, of, of all of the of the entire series, this is some of the best stuff. Yeah, it, it's definitely a big moment, and it's definitely a moment they've been building up to. Yes. Yeah, and, and yet at the same time, not a lot really happens. They find a artifact, they go into the artifact, they come out of the artifact, the moon's gonna kill us. That's the episode. Yeah. 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 But there's there's so much Megatron plotting and... Uh, Waspinator being and sad. And Waspinator. It, it's a thoroughly enjoyable episode, but of Spider- course made... It's not a full episode, because you know, you've got to watch the second part. Yeah. On its own, it's... Eh. Yeah. It's pretty good. It's got a lot of good bits. It would be absolutely reprehensible to leave people hanging based on this episode. Yeah. I oh, mean, yes. what kind of jerks would leave you without an idea of what happens after this? I, I know. know. Who would Back leave Then you had to wait a whole thing. week. I know. Although, actually, uh, apparently these aired uh, on consecutive days, so maybe not. But Yeah. I probably watched them on YTV, which did air one every week, so. Uh-huh. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so, shall we uh, take a look into the old uh, Maxim mailbag? Ooh, we have things. Ooh, is there something there? There is. So we have a, a letter here from Cecilia. Ah. Uh, and, and she writes, I want to offer up my no prize to better explain the relationship between Tigatron and his tiger friend. Snowstalker thought Tigatron was her grown cub. He smelled like her, so he was related to her. He was younger than her, ergo, he was her cub. So when she dies, Tigatron lost his tiger mommy. 
but after that, he had no familiar, familial ties to prevent him from pursuing a relationship with Airazor. Thank you for a highly entertaining podcast, letting me relive those years in the late 90s when Beast Wars brought me into the fandom. Oh, wow. We have dirty minds, don't we? That That is That's, a pretty good explanation, i got to yeah, say. Yeah, that, 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 that seems that, entirely plausible that, and completely less horrible than what we came up with. Yeah, we, we jumped to the worst the, conclusion. The sad thing is that even though I... You know, I, I was like 18, 19 when all this stuff came out, so I wasn't like a kid. I still always had the filthy, filthy explanation in my mind because I was a filthy, <laughs> terrible person. Even when it originally aired, that was the, the explanation that I thought of. I mean, it it's hard to say. We don't really see them together at yeah. any point. We only see them when he first becomes, he first comes down in his stasis pod. That's until we, she comes back and dies, it's the only other time we see Snowstalker, I think. Yes. So we don't get any contact, because he never talks about her or what he does out in the wild by himself. But, you know, I think I can, I can believe that, uh, you know, that was his tiger mom, which I guess means that she made uh, Tigertron go to, like, piano lessons for seven days a week. <laughs> Aww. Oh, jokes. Maybe, she, you know, she could have taught him how to hunt. Yeah. She could have taught him how to do various other tiger things. Yeah, how to be more a tiger, more a wild tiger, which is why he's the one that's in touch with his wild self, which is why we had that whole episode. But yeah. It would be nice to mention her at some point. Like, oh no, she has a name. Oh, she's dead. So yeah, now, now I feel bad for having always been a terrible, yeah. dirty-minded person. Because there's no reason that that couldn't have been... A perfectly good explanation. It's Either just, explanation yeah, it's is valid because there's so little information. I suppose we'd have yeah. to let's let's get in touch with Bob Forward. <laughs> let's make sure he just doesn't have a couple drinks in him. Yeah, or Larry Dottilio, but he'll just make something up. <laughs> yeah, make up whatever sounds good. All right, so thank you very much for the letter, Cecilia. That is an excellent explanation. Much, Way much better than less. the horrible stuff we came up with. Way better, yeah. Yeah. Yes. More heartwarming. Yes. More adorable and touching and less perverted. Yes. So, uh, do we want to talk about this week's BotCon reveal as well? As yes. that is Beast Wars related, as I guess this year being the 20th anniversary. Uh, I'm so old. Um, <laughs> You're old. That's why we're doing the podcast, because it is the... Oh, God, we're all going to die. Uh, thank you. <laughs> That's next episode. Right. Next episode. <laughs> yeah, BotCon revealed it, but it's not revealed it. Where was it revealed? It isn't BotCon. BotCon was months ago. Uh, it, it, was, it, it, I, it was on, on the internet. Oh, okay. Wasn't it? Via. I know. It was a UK thing, wasn't it? Like, yeah, it oh. was a, a British convention called Rollout Roll Call, which apparently for some reason felt that Pete Sinclair would make an acceptable guest. Sorry, I am I am a cranky, cranky person who has a, a long and storied history with, with things, but yeah, not a fan. But oh, anyway. I, I sympathize. He he's he's not, not a guest. He's a person you might be okay with managing your convenience store during the hours when you don't have the good manager there. And yeah. There's issues involved, but but the news is next box yeah. on. It's Beast Wars again, which went. Yes. The last one was was it ten years ago? The, the other. I think it was for the ten year anniversary. Oh, so. It, uh, so yes, this year it was, it, that was the dawn of future. Was it dawn of futures past? Uh, Who knows? Or it was. It was the pre. You know, it was a bunch of uh, what was I guess then Cybertron toys. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It was as, Icon as, Beast Wars, as the as the pre Beast Wars Maximals, and it, it was a neat looking set. Yeah, because well, a lot of the Cybertron toys they used were some of the neater ones, like. Crumple zone for primal. Yes, and uh, the big, uh, the big first aid. Not first aid. Uh, the big red alert for Megatron. Yeah, how could you cool. forget red alert? Woo woo woo. <laughs> red I alert. That was, wasn't the body that had the red alert. <laughs> I know, but oh. it's still red alert. Anyway, anyway, anyway the uh, this this usual theme will be dawn of the Predacus. Uh, which is it's presumably related to the to Tri Predicus, which was the first, uh, well, one of them, 
one of the only two Beast Wars combiners. Uh, but since it's out of Combiner Wars molds, it'll be five guys, so it can't be Tri-Predicus. It'll have to be <laughs> Quinto-Predicus. Or six, because there's the gun guys or chest guys. And obviously Sexo they couldn't have it called Dawn of Sexo-Predicus. <laughs> well, I mean, they, they, had, uh, they had Nexus Maximus. This is true. <laughs> yeah. Don't Google that, kids. Adults. Adults, feel free to Google it. Yes. Anyway, the first thing re- revealed is it's a Ravage who we haven't yes. gotten to yet. Uh, based Eva. off the breakdown mold. Yeah, yes, which, which is how we know that it's Combiner Wars based, is that the first one we saw. Of course, unlike, you know, many other years. And gosh, I guess this is a, a time when I I would be glad that I, I... I was at one point briefly involved in some of the, the exclusive picking process and boy i i would not want to have to be involved in a year where everything's just got to be from the same little selection of toys because if you have if you have one that's combiner wars you're just you got to go all out and just have the whole set be combiner wars you can't cherry pick stuff from like you know new rid and you just got to go with combiner wars yeah you can't Uh, just have two limbs in a set well yeah but at least there's a variety of limbs so far we got like what Nine different limb types, or at least eight. It's something so like that, and you know, there's there's enough remolding on some that you yeah. may mix and match some parts. But anyway, he's yeah. he's breakdown and he's got a cat head because that's <laughs> how he looks in Beast Wars season two. And it's there was uh, an alternator toy of him released that also had a car mode like this. So there's some historical precedent yeah. for this. Yeah. Well, there was also the yeah, I guess that would have a car mode. I was gonna say there was also the original Japanese release toy. That was the uh, transmetal cheater with that with the the ravage head. Mm-hmm. Well, we got a transmetal ravage, we got a basic ravage, and we got a uh, transmetal two ravage. Yeah, one might say that he had uh, a, a three body evolution. <laughs> bum, bum, Stay tuned, kids. Time. That's that's some deep oh, no. cuts there. But yeah, so, so now we get to do wild speculation as to what the other limbs could be. Well, I guess the question yeah. is, is it going to be like the three other guys from Tripredicus and then maybe a fifth guy? I wouldn't... What? Okay, it, going with the name, you'd think Predicus, but why? Wouldn't they be more... The, the fan club would be more apt to use guys who were on the show. I, yeah. I mean. Yes. Although then it seems weird to use Ravage, who was only on the show for three episodes. But he was really popular in yeah. those three episodes. Those were three were very, very good very episodes. We're going to get there. They're really great episodes. Yes. I mean, they did a well, transmutate thing, and that she was in one episode. This is yeah. true. This is true. So, so. I, I think, or, or at least, like, they might do, like, what toys they didn't do in the last set. Like, they might have an Inferno. Or, did they do a Waspinator? Well, it wouldn't make any sense to have an Inferno. Well, yeah. They had a Waspinator. Yeah, the yeah, Waspinator is one of the uh, Machine Wars jets. Oh, okay. Well, they might do a Waspinator jet again. Or they didn't do a Pterosaur, and they oh, didn't do um, they didn't do Scorponok. What the hell would you do for Scorponok, anyway? Uh, the Combiners. Yeah, that's the problem. What do you do for Scorponok? I mean, there's no oh. Scorpion. Um, well, you could um, do Rook. He's got the big hands. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. You could do that. Give him big hands. Yeah. Where's that? It's not quite right for Scorpidox, but he'll have big hands. <laughs> and then I think they did all of the guys who were previously previously existed, plus Tigatron and Eraser, who did not previously exist, but we'll get into that. Yeah. So We won't get into that, rather. <laughs> well, who would they even use if they use the Tripedicus guys? Isn't one of them a... Or aren't, isn't more than one of them aquatic? Uh, well, no, there's there's Sea Clamp, who is a lobster. There is Cicada yeah. Con, who is a cicada. Okay. And there's Ramhorn, who is a beetle. I mean, you could get away with something, calling something Ramhorn, but you're not calling a jet Cicada Con. <laughs> no, a helicopter. You could. Oh, a helicopter would be good, because they're noisy. Yeah. There's no, uh, there's no submarine. Yeah. Well, um, hmm. They could just paint one like a... <laughs> Actually, I guess, you know, you could maybe pass off Rook as, like, an amphibious vehicle. Yeah. There you go. Make him one of those duck vehicles. Yeah. Presumably one of the military ones, not the ones that uh, ferry tourists into the harbor. (laughs) Yeah. 
I mean, that might be the one that came, that uh, Scorpionock is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Who would you have as the torso? I mean, the automatic thing is, hey, let's do a Megatron, but that really doesn't work. You could, they could have do hot cryotech. Oh, been in a lot cryotech. Of hot stuff. Oh, cryotech. I. Oh, oh, I want a cryotech now. I love cryotech. Has cryotech he been in any like post three H botcon stuff though? I. Hmm. Oh, he was in uh, one of those uh, tech stories that uh, Greg and Trent did. So. Oh yeah. So he was in stuff the... when Greg and Trent were doing stuff, yeah. but. Yes, but I think they still like him because you know he's a, he's got a cool name. Yeah, he does a cool, have a cool name, name that that was stolen from uh, Visionaries, I think. Yeah, well, it's well. not stolen when it's your own company. Well, it still Hasbro, yes, but it, it originated in another separate toy line that Hasbro had. Yes. Yeah. But still, yeah, Cryotech Torso would be nice. I mean, I just because I can't think of a lot of other big Beast Wars villains unless they do Magmatron, I guess. Yeah. I mean, he but did then, combine. Yeah, he does already combine. Oh, oh maybe yeah. it's going to be like three guys making... No, that's not going to work. Oh, well, oh, well, well they could have Mag- Magmatron as the combined version. Well, unless so, they call it Predicus. Why Predicus? I guess you can call it Predicus. Again, with with Magmatron, you do also have an aquatic component. Yeah, this is true. Just paint one of them blue. Who cares? <laughs> I don't know. I'm I'm cynical. I think we're probably putting more thought into this than... Some other people may have. <laughs> yeah, probably. yeah we probably care more than Predacon logo on it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Wait, is the Predacon logo red on Ravage? It is red. Yes. That's weird. But, I mean, the Predacon logo never really had like an official color. Oh, I guess not. Yeah. I mean, it was always kind of. I don't know. Was it purple? I think sometimes it was purple. Yeah. It was yellow. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking sometimes it was yellow. Or and sometimes the it's just the outline of whatever color is the rest of you. Mm-hmm. Like, isn't it green on Waspy's head? Well, I mean, it's just kind of... They're always very, like, faded on... They're just kind of grayish on whoever they're on in Beast Wars. Yeah, in the show, they're usually they're just, like... in the skies of this. Yeah. They're usually just part of the texture map. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's so, Squat Little Ravage. Yes, so we will, we will keep you up to date with uh, whatever occurs in this... Whatever further reveals occur. This seems super early. When is BotCon? <sighs> Um, right? Yeah, it's, it's like April uh, or something. April seventh to tenth. This seems early. Yeah. It's well, yeah, because because usually we don't find out what Botcon stuff is going to be until like three or four months ahead. Some, sometimes barely like, then. Well, we don't find out a lot of the details until like maybe a month ahead or just at the show. Yeah. But the, and then registration. Is, I mean, that's yeah. well, that's a, that's another story altogether. But. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, this this is one of the earliest reveals that I can remember. Although I've only yeah. been in the fandom for less about ten years ish. Not quite. No, two thousand seven, I think. That's something. Yeah, so it has almost been ten years. You are definitely right to identify this as weirdly early. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna buy it because I love Combiner Wars. And I haven't really gotten any BotCon stuff in a while other than, well, I got uh, the um, Cannonball and Flame War from last, two years ago. I didn't get nothing from this year. I have already got all of the Combiner Wars that I need. I have my aerial bots, and that's all I need out of, like, my whole life. <laughs> Yay! I love aerial bots. Oh. <laughs> Y'all don't have to hear about it here, but I love aerial bots. They're cool. I have if you allow me to quote Airazor from next episode, hooray for you. <laughs> <laughs> it is hooray for me, because I have some now. It's you true. know, new, fancy, nice ones. Anyway, I think that should about do it for the first part of Other Voices. So, uh, please join us next week for the exciting conclusion. It's Yay! actually pretty of exciting. The season. Some other dun, other dun, dun. Uh, we're gonna die. Of the show? Dun, the, dun, perhaps. It is the well, beginning of the not. end. Next week, the end. Yes. So, but until then, you can find us on Twitter at, at @stasispod, on Tumblr at stasispod.tumblr.com, uh, or on Facebook at facebook.com/stasispod. 
and we are hosted on iaconunderground.net. Yes, we are. Yes, and you can, uh, if you prefer, you can also find us on iTunes. And if you do, please rate and review us. And if you'd like to drop us a line, uh, you know, please write us in, right into the Maxim mailbag at stasispodcast at gmail.com. So, till next week, I'm Rob. I'm Jen. I'm Alex. And I'm David. Okay. Daredevil notes. Why do I have Daredevil notes here? Uh, Why wouldn't you have Daredevil notes? Presumably it's somewhere in this notebook, but I'm not seeing it written down. Do we need to wake you up? Don't wake up. When I was getting out of the car the other day, I, I unplugged my MP3 player and that song came on. Aww. It's like, wait. Uh, like, was it on the radio? Yes! Were you visiting 2003? I don't know. Well... <laughs> There aren't many good radio stations up here. There's a lot of country, so I have it set to, like, the one station that plays, like, actual rock and roll of some kind. <laughs> Even though it's old rock and roll, but... Yeah, rock and or roll. Yes. <laughs> You're getting radio broadcasts from the past. It's like that movie uh, Frequency. Yeah. Oh. If you keep listening to it, uh, Kurt Russell won't get murdered. Uh. <gasps> Earlier today, Zach was all like... You guys, your show is way too long. It's like two and a half hours. Like, nobody's going to listen to that. It's like, okay, one, we don't actually, like, we do two different shows in that time that we're recording. And for another, like, an hour of that is just banter. Yeah, it's an not hour of it is just us talking to each other. I think this is a while to warm up. Yeah. Actually, I think I'm going to grab some cough drops myself. Get in your... Basket, basket. Sit on the mouse, whatever. I don't have anything you want. There's wine. You don't want wine. Well, I hope not. And a dog who'd like wine, but you're a cat. Cats don't give a shit. No, that's chocolate. Yeah, but you don't. No, don't step all over all the combiners and the floors and.